Spotty, Spotify, what is up? First and foremost, I hope everybody out there doing good. UFC 289, going back across the border in Canada. It's been a while, it's been a while, it's been a while. I am excited for the fights tomorrow. I cannot wait. I know somebody personally that is going over to UFC 289, so I'm so happy for my little brother, Sal. He actually is from Canada, so he I, I, I'm so excited that he's going over there to see these great fights tomorrow live. Right into it, man. It's got it's a lot of it's a lot of fighters that um I, I I'm not too familiar with on the card, but I love situations like that because that's how I get familiar with fighters that I don't know. Because it's like, come on now, it's my first time. It was my first time seeing everybody I do know now. So I can't wait to see the fighters that, you know, I don't know that's fighting on the card tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the main event, Amanda Nunes, the lioness, the GWOAT against Irene Aldana. It was supposed to be Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena running it back for the third time. But Juliana, you know what I'm saying, she... um. Had an injury, a rib injury, so she pulled out, and here we go. Irene Aldana stepping in. The dangerous, the dangerous Irene Aldana. Chris boxing, dangerous hands, nice knockout power. Range is right there. Can't say enough. Going against Amanda, I like it, but the thing is, and I seen when Irene, when she fought Holly Holm and she lost against Holly Holm. But not because her stand-up was off. It's the ground game that I'm worried about when it comes to Irene. It's the ground game. That's what I'm worried about. People have to understand Amanda Nunes is not the GOAT for no reason. She didn't slip on a banana pill and land into that title. She knocks people out, but her fight IQ is one of the most underrated parts of her game. The way she just downloads her opponent's movements, no winner strike. That's why all her strikes are crisp, accurate. She don't just go out there just winging and headhunting. She throws with precision. And every time this lady throws, it's to hurt you. Every time. But on top of that, Amanda Nunes' ground game is very, very good. She won the belt with a red naked choke, choking out Misha Tate. She won the belt that way, defended it against Jermaine Deronimay with her ground game, and I feel like it's going to be the same exact thing tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. Can I, I just said Irene's skill set is, is upper class. Can she hurt Amanda? Absolutely. I even take it a step further. Can she knock out Amanda Nunes? Absolutely. But I feel like the one exchange where she hurts Amanda Nunes, the fight is going to be over because Amanda is going to take her down and I feel like she's going to take her down and keep her there the whole entire fight. That's how I see it going. I feel like unless Irene could, you know... um, could find a way to get back up and, and, and maybe, you know, stuff a few takedowns. This fight could be a whole hell of a lot interesting than, than uh, what what many may think Amanda's going to, you know, get the easy W tomorrow, you know. Uh, I like the fight, again, stand-up-wise. This, this is 
This is dangerous. <laughs> this is dangerous for the for, for, for Amanda Nunes. As great as she is, again, this game, this crazy game that I love, that I've been watching for 20-something years, all it takes is one shot. Not two. Now, all it takes is one right on the chin in his night-night. It don't care about how many times you defended your belt, how many people you, you knocked out. All it takes is one shot, and that is it. So I can't wait to see how the uh, how the styles play out. And again, I, I like Amanda Nunes in this just because of what I said, man. Amanda Nunes, she is no stranger <laughs> to getting the fight to the ground. If she feel like you cannot stop the takedown, she will openly take you down. And she mixes up very well. Now, don't get me wrong. Amanda Nunes is definitely going to stay with Irene. She's, I, I, she picks her shots so accurately. But I feel like she's going to take more of a wrestling approach tomorrow. And I, I, don't, I don't think Irene has an answer for that. I, I, I don't. So we'll we'll see. We will we will see tomorrow. Come in a minute. Oh my gosh, we're finally here. They were supposed to run it three months ago, from what I believe, but we're here tomorrow. Charles Oliveira, do Bronx, one of the best fighters to ever do it. One of the best lightweights to ever do it. And I say that because he started his career as a featherweight. A huge bulk of his career at featherweight. Moved over to lightweight, and the man has been a wrecking machine. Captured the belt. I believe he defended it twice. Literally, to me, it should have been three, but he had a little situation with the scale, went out there, and still had a dominant performance against Justin Gaethje. He's going against the dangerous... Benel Darus. Benel Darus, this is your NBA Finals. Benel Darus, this is your World Series. Benel Darus, this is it right here. This is it right here. Was scheduled to fight Islam. Unfortunately, Benel got hurt. Came back. I forgot who he came back against. It was okay performance, but this is it. One of the most skilled. Got the heart of a lion. Benel Darus is dangerous. Somebody who will get tagged and will keep coming forward. This man possesses that. Great ground game. Very underrated ground game. Heavy hands. I, I, I'm so excited for this matchup tomorrow. Ben, Benel is, is trying to stake his claim that he is the guy coming for that belt. And is rightfully so, rightfully deserve. The time for overlooking is done. If he gets it done tomorrow in impressive fashion. Charles Oliveira do Bronx. He's trying to get that belt back. And what better way to start with a press of W over the hungry challenger. Trying to make his claim to the belt as well over Benel Derouche's. The stakes could not be any higher. One man trying to regain glory. The other one trying to make his claim to getting his first title shot. And he could start tomorrow. Um, I'm looking at it like, damn. Both of these fighters can hurt each other on the feet. 
Of course, like I said, Benel Darus ground game is good, but you don't you don't ever want to <laughs> you know you don't ever want to play the submission game with the man who has the most submission wins in UFC history. And again, he did not slip and fall in a banana pill and fell into that category and 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 has the most submission wins in that category by accident. This man is a submission specialist, sniper in the most highest form. Again, to see the progression of Charles Oliveira from featherweight to, to, to gradually, you know, from the ups and downs to, to become the lightweight champion of the world and, and the way he has defended his crown, the way he won the belt in most highly impressive fashion. Is always, I always appreciate the journeys in life. I always do. So to see both of these two great fighters, one of somebody going to take a, a back seat when they lose tomorrow. Unfortunately, that's the game that, that I love to watch. Another man's glory is another man's agony. It's, it's just that simple. Another man's glory is another man's agony in this game. So I can't wait to see again. It, it's a bunch of a bunch of great fights. Dan Ige, he, yeah, I can't wait to see that fight. It's, it's just a bunch of great fights I can't wait to see. Tomorrow, UFC is back across the border in Canada. I can't wait to see it. Yes, sir.